Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. He had kids at school looking at him like in the cartoon, right, where they see like the, the hot dog or the hamburger or the <laughs> <laughs> getting people getting hungry. Is that, is that the key to good skin? Is it the uh, I put the it this oil? way. I would not advise anyone to put cookie oil on their skin. No, I'm not advising that. But if you show try, that's on you. Mm. Full disclosure. (laughs) (laughs) That is for Uh, sure. Full disclosure. Friday, man. Thank you. Long week, man. Does it feel like a long week to y'all? No. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. Right, Evan. Thank you. At least somebody confirmed yeah, it. Yeah. No, I agree. I, it felt like it felt like this week took a while to get through. Wednesday yeah. to me felt like Friday. Uh huh. That's I, how I was fine. I mean, I guess sports got me through. Why, Jay? <laughs> why? Why did the week feel long? I, I, I don't. Just I, I feel like coming off the weekend, like that Sunday, Monday to me, Tuesday, like there's so much stuff going I on. I think it's the Brady. The I Brady think it's the stuff Brady we've been about thing. the whole week. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, let, let's let's get there already. Let's it almost had the night. feeling of a buildup to a Super Bowl in a way. Like, like Belichick had to nip it in the bud last week and say, look, this is not going to be a two-week buildup. We'll do a one-week buildup. 17-9, final score. Dud. 17-9, final score. Mac Jones leads the Patriots to three field goals. One of 47. This sounds so disrespectful. One of 52. And one to make the score respectable toward the end at 36 yarder. They take it. They think they're going to get the ball back. They don't get the one. In other words, it's never really a game. And at the end of the game, it looked like maybe it was kind of a game. It's just ugly like that. It's just such a passive aggressive compliment. Matt Jones leads the Patriots to three field goals. (laughs) Well, because right now. The buildup. It's, it's all the, the hype, the Brady, the hype, the this, the that. Oh, my God. Fireworks is going to have highest ratings ever in the history of Sunday night. You know, and it's womp, womp, womp. It happens all the time. Keyshawn J. Willemax presented by Progressive Insurance. We are on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. All guests join on the Goodyear hotline. Um, meantime, uh, we, we'll, we'll get to last night's game. We got to get to... Obviously, so much on uh, Brady and Belichick today. Clearly, we're going to talk about some Dak Prescott, what Matt Rule said about him. lot to get into. You don't um, sound excited about Joe Burrow and Trevor I Lawrence, actually, like. I got to tell you the truth. Joe Burrow, to me, is that dude. Like, I, I, just when he leads a comeback, when he makes the play, it, you look at Justin Herbert, his talent is more obvious, right? But when I think of all the post-Mahomes young guys – if I had to guess who's going to win championships, I know he's on the Bengals, Joe Burrow. So I, key, I look at him and think that he's – He ain't winning no championships in Cincinnati. I, I, I guess not because of the organization, but he does have him at 3-1 and one right now. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, he does. It's, it does, it's not real. I mean, they're, they, they, they're still dreaming because nobody in Cincinnati – when was the last time they saw Cincinnati three or what? That that's what I'm saying. When you have a bad <laughs> franchise, a poorly run franchise, can a winning player turn that around? And if he can, yeah, what does that say about winning, him? Because you're gonna get winning players. They're they're a losing franchise, but they've had a moment here, a nice draft pick there. They just always have bad coaches or they just can't it's just one of those franchises that's like that. He's good though. I mean he's certainly good. There's can no I say about can it. I say something crazy? At the end of last night's game, uh, 
because I watched it this morning, be real with you all, the whole thing this morning. I, 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 I walk away saying, I feel like, I think Urban Meyer is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It, like, I, it's easy for everybody to throw salt and say it's not going to work out. I mean, that's the very common thing to do with Urban Meyer, right? Because of some decisions he's made in the past, and I get all that. Man, Trevor Lawrence has potential to be pretty talented. They just, it feels like they just need a couple of more dudes on that team. I mean, they could have been up 21 to nothing at the half if he's able to get that ball in fourth I, and goal. I, I, I agree with that also. I like the way Trevor Lawrence handled it after the game. Didn't get too low, didn't get like, I thought he showed leadership after the game, but here's Urban Meyer talking about the loss. That was devastating, heartbreaking. You know, these guys, usually I'm not wrong about stuff like that, that I, I just see a good team in there. I see good guys. I see a, good hearts. I see guys at work. And I told them I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong about that stuff. This team's going to win some games. I, I know what I you mean, mean, Jay. I just, you know, look, when you take over the worst franchise in the league from last year, it's going to take time. Like, just because you're Urban Meyer and you get all these powers doesn't mean that you're going to turn around a franchise in, a, in your first season. I mean, you, you see glimpses, right? James Robinson, what he was able to do last night. You wonder what Travis Etienne would be able to do if he were healthy. He's obviously had a season-ending in, uh, season injury. They weren't able to land big-time talent. Uh, now, there's some things that he did early uh, you know, in his tenure that makes you probably think he turned people off, but uh, it, it's, they're, they're there. It's not like they're that far off. What, what, uh, what is, he's been on the job nine months now. About, about nine months. Yeah. Looks like he's weathered in nine months, though. And I know what you're saying, Jay, about people saying that uh, he's going to quit, he's going to do this and that. When you are a football coach who is used to winning and you are constantly dropping L's, at some point in time, it's going to destroy you and you will step aside no matter what people think just because you don't – you can't take it anymore. It's just – it, it it it's it's in their blood to win, and when they're not winning and they can't win, and I understand it's rebuilding, but you got to think that this is such a bad franchise. I don't know when they're gonna start seeing the positive results on the back end. Like when? Urban when are they gonna Meyer, be able to do it? Urban Meyer and the Jaguars are hoping to get in the zone next week. Uh, get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Tom Brady talking about his return to New England. Listen. What will that be like, Tom? What will it be like? I, I know exactly how it's going to be like. But That's I, interesting. You, you've internalized what it'll feel like. Oh, yeah. I know. I can envision everything. All right. The big story of really the last two weeks, really before the season began, everyone circled this on the calendar. Everyone circled it on the calendar. Brady and the Bucks. Returning to New England, here is Tom Brady on how the ending was handled in New England yesterday. All those things are super personal. You know, we had a great relationship. I think everything was handled the right way. You know, we handled everything as gracefully as we could. Um, it was an amazing, like I said, time, and um, it was handled. It was handled perfectly. I think everyone understood. You know where we're at. The people involved in the situation, and you know things worked out for the best for for all of us. And we're all trying to do the best we could do now. When he starts by saying everything was super personal, when you are living mm. out a soap opera, like part of the reason that salaries are what they are and everything is, 
the coverage, the stories, the media narratives, as everyone likes to say. That's a big part of it. When you are Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, you're having that relationship. People are following it. It is. It must be weird because it is personal. But that's people want to know the personal. That's the whole point, right? But it's not your business. Mm. So I've mm. always said that I don't personal. That's why it's personal. Even though you want to know it, it's personal for a reason. And and I've always been one of those guys that say, well, there's some things you should know, and there's some things that you absolutely will not know because it's not anyone's business. Um, you know, that's just. <laughs> but you know, you know, Key, that's not that's not the reality we live in. You know, people. It's like uh, all the murder mysteries you watch at night sometimes, right? Like, people naturally try to put together the pieces of the puzzle. That's a perfect like analogy. You, you, yeah. you see something like, well, if that were to happen, then this happened. And even with the, the Seth Wickersham, you know, explosive commentary that's been out the last couple of days, you know, even though Bill has came out and said, well, that's not all true, and Tom kind of gives you the politically correct answer, People still try to take the politically correct answer with Bill's response, Jay, with I Seth, love, and piece it all together and try to make it into a narrative, and that's where things spiral out. Of Jay, control. I love that metaphor of like because it's like the reporters are like the detectives; they collect the exactly. info, right? And then the media acts as like the forensics people trying to put it together. And it, and 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 if key is what you're saying is, hey, that's personal. We're never gonna you know, be caught red-handed, then you have to expect an ongoing investigation and forensic reports and all that stuff because people want to know. Not the- telling you anything. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then books are going to be coming out. and that's, part of, that's also part of the game, right? Like, if you don't know, you can, you know, everyone can make money keeping that going. We continue to count down the hours until kickoff. And for one New England Patriot, that can't come soon enough. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. You know, guys, when Brady... Feels like a movie. Look, he, Jay. It was one of, one of the things... <laughs> one of the things that was reported on ESPN.com, the excerpts from the Wickersham book, was that, that the, the study that, that Belichick commissioned about the great athletes, right, the, the mental foot, what drives them, Kobe, Jordan, Tiger. They were driven by things like rage and other kind of stuff like that. And Brady 
operated best in like a nurturing, loving environment. The dude, everyone looks for bulletin board stuff. Like Brady went at me about the cliff thing, right? He would he would Instagram stuff about a cliff and stuff like that. But it, that's like that's like after the fact for him. That's a little that's a little you know frosting on the cake for him. That doesn't seem to be really what motivates him. What did you think about what you just heard, Key? Before we listen to more Brady sound. I mean, it, it. I don't expect for him to say his true feelings about what – I mean, his true feelings, but not – I don't expect for him to say what people are looking for because he's getting ready to go up in a game against Bill Belichick and his former team. So he's going to say he's not worried about the 20 years of history there, his focus. He's going to do all of those sorts of things. But he is, isn't he? 20 yes. years of history is a lot. Of course. He's not, he didn't, <laughs> I was about to say he didn't sleep last night as if the game is today. He will not sleep on Saturday. Right. He won't sleep Saturday night. He will not sleep Saturday night or, or better yet Sunday. He will not sleep but in the some afternoon. some dudes are different like no. that. Some, Just, you know. He'll probably what, be what do you mean? He may be in his room pacing back and forth, man. So, yeah. So, Going over every play so in his head. There's some fight. Rocky Marciano would take a nap before the fight. Some dudes are some dudes are heavyweight champ. Some dudes are different. Their 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 wiring is a little different. Well, yeah, I, you, I, I think I, we take naps and do we gonna get whatever little rest we need to get, Jay? But I mean, you you still are going to be restless because it's gonna be everything's playing in your mind. Like I already can visualize or what I'm going to do and what I need to do before I even get on the field. I'm already visualizing and anticipating. This is what they're gonna try to do to me. This is the way that I'm going to walk out of the tunnel. I'm already anticipating those sort of things because you already know. It's 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 like you have foresight about the future, and that's kind of, I think, what Brady is talking about. This game might be – Tom has won so many Super Bowls that – obviously seven. seven – that the the feeling that you have before a game like that, it's like you know playing in multiple national championships. After a while – like that feeling becomes a little bit more saturated. You know what to expect. You know what's going to come in that game, even though different things have come at you, but that game still has a very high intensity, right? But this almost feels like this could be bigger because there's an emotional connection. There, there, there's, there's, here's a guy that I built my career with, and now I'm at a different stage, and now I am no longer a pupil. I am a master at my craft, going against another master that helped me become a master, and that's why... This game has a bigger feel and to it than the why, Super Bowl. And that's why everyone's interested. Let's get to Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. But <laughs> there are some dudes being asked questions, right, on the Patriots who never played with Tom Brady, like Patriots linebacker Matthew Judon, who was, you know, not there when Brady um, was signed, you know, signed as a free agent um, he was from the Ravens, and Brady obviously went to the Bucks. He was asked six times yesterday about Brady, and he finally kind of had it. Listen. I know he, he was in his building for a long time, and what, he, what he's done could never be taken away from the game of football and what he did. It's not like we're afraid of what Tom Brady can do. You know, uh, We have to stop their whole offense. Tom Brady is a great quarterback, and nobody can take away what he did. But that's not – I mean, we're not here to talk about that right now. Like, we have to play the game, and we have to stop him from winning a football game. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Why are you laughing, Jay? 
Because that's just somebody who's just angry. They've been asked the same question. It's like he's like, we're not here to talk about Tom Brady, but your answer was just about Tom Brady. Well, like they, they, they probably wanted to know, though, they wanted to talk about Tom Brady's history. Of course. In championships in New York Patriots. And Matt Judon simply is basically saying, we're here to play a game, man. We're not here to revisit the history of Tom Brady as a damn New England Patriot. That's not what we are here for. First of all, I wasn't here when Tom Brady played. I just signed here. When I got here, he was nowhere to be found. That's all Matt is saying because Brady was there 20 years. Matt Judon was like in high school and then went to a small school in Michigan, came from the small school in Michigan, get drafted by the Ravens in the late rounds, turns into a superstar. They signed him to bolster up the defense at free agency. Tom Brady is winning championships what down in the damn Tampa Bay. I don't know nothing about what this man went through in Tampa. I mean, in, in New England. That's what he's saying. No doubt. But what is it like, because you guys have both experienced this, what is it like when you are asked a thousand times the same questions from a million different guys and you, you're trying not to step in it, I'm sure you just answer it. At a certain point, you ever have a, that breaking point where you're like, ah, I can't do another one of these questions? All the time. I mean, all the time. You, you got that as a player. It's like, you know, you keep asking me the same thing over and over and over and over. It's like I've already answered it once. I'm not going to – I can't keep answering the same question. You're going to get the same answer. So at some point, you need to stop trying to play trick me because I'm not well, going to give you anything. Well, th- well, that's the point, though. Eventually, sometimes when people ask you things 8,000 times, you eventually give them something because you get pissed off that you keep asking me the same damn thing 8,000 times. I mean, I, I fall into, into that trap a little bit with Jordan. Just because the whole week leading up to Jordan was, Michael's coming back. What about this game? What about that? You were what on about the Bulls. You were a rookie. At his Jordan locker. Was you have Jordan's locker. You know, um, you come out to the same music he did. Are you going to say thank you for building the culture of success and greatness? And for me, after a point, I'm just like, look, I just want to guard Michael. And then that one little snippet, what's wrong with saying I want to guard Michael? Nothing. I just like, look. Like, after all, like, yeah, I want to guard him. Like, I've answered every question politically correct after a certain point. When you say, I want to guard Michael, then all of a sudden no, that becomes a headline. The trap is this. The PC answers will not be reported. Of course. What they're looking for, they're fishing. That. They're fishing. Eventually, if you say anything off script, that's what makes the news cycle. And that's what Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max are going to talk about in the morning. And everyone's going to be talking about. But um, Matt Judon handled it correctly, though. He handled it right. He yeah. wasn't in the locker room. He wasn't there. He doesn't know Tom Brady. All he knows is that he has a game to play. But what he is, for me, what he has fallen into is the Bill Belichick spell. Coming from Baltimore to New England, he is under the spell of Bill Belichick. Say this, say this, say this. Stay on script. Everything Bill is saying to his team in the team meetings, you will hear being delivered by the players. That's Bill talking. That's, that's all it is. That's Bill talking. We're asking it, PJ and Max on Twitter be a part of – we're asking about unhappiness on KJM on KJM Max on Twitter. Be a part of KJM Nation on the Dr Pepper Twitter feed or call in line 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr Pepper. Unhappiness. How much does your favorite football team's record have an impact on your happiness? 888-729-3776. Dak Prescott says the cheese is not that good. What kind of cheese is he talking about? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. When they have the receivers going, and Dak is obviously going to be the distributor, he's going to be the point guard. You tell me, Scott, who are you going to take away in the run game, pass game, with Dak healthy as a distributor? Very hard to stop. Like you said, complete. From defense, offense, uh, complimentary football, all the way around. I don't see any team really challenging them in the NFC East unless somebody raises up here late in the season to kind of do something we don't expect. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear Hotline. America's team is 2-1, looking to go 3-1. Big matchup against the unbeaten Panthers. Naturally, Dak Prescott was asked if they are eating the cheese Uh-oh. after two straight wins. Sup, Dak? You guys handling success, not getting too overconfident, not eating the cheese. If y'all made a point to not do that this week, is he talking about that? We're 2-1. I, don't, I mean, cheese is not good, honestly. Well, okay, key you you. Cheese this is, a, is not. Good. This is I don't a, know what this that is means. From Parcells, right? Eating the cheese. Well, yeah, no, that's a a, a Parcells saying. You know, to you 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 start to get the pat on the back. You start to you know praise people like you and Jay. Y'all start praising and us. And, oh, they're gonna be good. The Giants are gonna be great. Blah, 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 blah. They went a few games, and then all of a sudden, that trap just snaps them. And then all of a sudden, things go a different way. So what? Bill would like to say is, don't fall for the cheese. It's almost like, you know, the, the mouse, the rat, they go out, come out the hole, there's the cheese. It's a but trap. It's a okay. trap. And then all of a sudden, that trap, just bam, you <laughs> toast. You're done. You're nothing you can do. You get on the sticky pad and you can't even get off. But you would think with the – well, I like the saying because you would think with the history of the Dallas Cowboys exactly. – that you would be mentally prepared that you wouldn't allow yourself to go in that direction anyway because it's happened so many times, right? Well, how many times <laughs> did a stupid, <laughs> stupid rat run and get, try to get yeah, the cheese and get, get his tail caught on something? And that's, that's really, quite frankly, what it is because right now you're sitting at 2-1. and one, And you're in a position going up against a Carolina team that's 3-0 and oh, that is playing okay. I mean, they're, they're a good team. They got a... a Hell of a defense, a quarterback that has a rebirth that was thrown to the wolves by the New York Jets. You got a Dallas Cowboy team that, that, as Stephen A. would say, is going to happen. The bottom is going to fall out. That has happened over and over and over and over and over and over as long as we can remember. And so now that you're 2-1 and one, and you got a team in Carolina that a lot of people suspect is not as 
good as their record, you get ready to play them, and if you fall asleep at the wheel, you're going to crash. And that's the cheese bit is don't fall to sleep for the okie doke. Stay doing what you're doing, but don't get on your high horse and get all these pats on the back from all these different shows and people saying how great you are, Dak Prescott, what an MVP candidate, all that, and then all of a sudden you lay an egg. Yeah, I, I just feel like Dak isn't that kind of player. But it's not just I, I know, yeah, but it, it, I, I hear you. I, you know? I, I, it's everybody on the team. But I love that Dak would send that message to make sure that everybody understands that here's what the standard is and, and here's how we're going to get over that hump from everybody waiting for the bottom to fall out. He's also the leader. So if you exactly. have a leader, like the whole parse, I wanted to ask Key because you speak Parcellian. So, <laughs> the, so when the leader sends that message, you think that would help the team. It doesn't ensure anything, but that t- type of team would be less likely to take it, right? By the way, I like but that I he said the they, cheese ain't even that good. It's only two and one. I don't even know what they're I – mean, I don't know because I'm not inside the building. I don't know really the reaction. You know, you usually, in, in as you would say, Parcellian, you usually see a team that is off to a nice start Things start to all of a sudden. There is a, oh, you won, take the whole week off type approach, mm-hmm. or don't you know? We're only going to practice two days this week, so you start winning, so you start feeling real good, and then all of a sudden you get bit, and then it's like, well, what happened? Well, you know, we didn't prepare them the way we should have. Well, that's because you started eating the cheese, you started chasing it, you started feeling good so about when, yourself. So when Dak says the cheese ain't that good, that's not the point. Doesn't matter how good the cheese is, don't stay on take course. It. Don't stay on course. What has the what what has Lord have mercy is that English? Um, what have the New England Patriots been doing for so many years? Just game at one game at a time. That's it. Who's our next opponent? We're moving on. We're moving on from here. We're moving on from here. I was on. I was on with with uh, Charlie Weiss uh, and Papa yesterday. Former offense coordinator, Notre Dame head coach. We, I was on their show yesterday, and we were talking about the, the Patriot game and whether Bill wins or loses. Against Tom Brady, what's he going to do the next day? He's going into the office to prepare for the next team because he's not going to sit up and gloat over beating Tom Brady. He's on mm-hmm. to the next. Well, I was, that's what it seems like the expectation is for the Dallas Cowboys is it's just not to win the NFC East. It's just not to make the playoffs. They want to win it. But here's the beautiful thing about why I think this team is different than teams in the past you have a leader and you have teammates that actually believe they can win it. Like that, that's when you see it translate to the field, that makes you think differently about what your chances are. Speaking of Dak, here's what Panthers coach Matt Rule said impresses him the most about the Cowboys quarterback. You know, I've watched him last year, I've watched him this year. I mean, he's, he's superb. You know, he calls the game at the line of scrimmage. Gets, gets, he's, he's getting the ball out of his hand. You know, he's the, he's the second fastest guy in the NFL right now from snap to throw, which is, you know, uh, emblematic or symptomatic, I don't know the right word, of, 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 of a quarterback who knows exactly where the ball is going to go versus the defense, who's on the same page with his receivers, who's getting in the right plays versus the right, you know, coverages. When you just put the, pull the whole thing back, it all goes back to it's like watching Peyton Manning. It's like watching Drew Brees, you know, call the game at the line of scrimmage. Um, I think I think what Dak's doing right now is uh, unbelievably impressive. This is really interesting to me. I always thought of Dak in a certain category of quarterback. Tom Brady, 
Russell Wilson. I'm not talking about style. I mean, Key, you bring this up with rookie quarterback, young quarterbacks. They went to franchises with good coaches that put their arms around them, didn't ask them to do too much, and they had this win. You know, the game managers who are big on third down. And then little by little, they got better and better until they could win championships, until they could carry teams. So Dak fit into that category for me, and now it looks like he's finally arrived. We'll see if what they can do, how far they can go. But here, Matt Rule is comparing him to Peyton and Drew Brees in terms of his work at the line of scrimmage. How do you see Dak right now? Well, I mean, he's going to continue to grow, right? He's in his fifth year, fourth, fifth year now. And when you have been with Jason Garrett, now all of a sudden you with Mike McCarthy, you're learning things all over again. But he's always been a check guy at the line of scrimmage. He's always played the game from the line of scrimmage. But there's going to always be a narrative about Certain people, not even certain people, all athletes come in with certain narratives about them, and it sticks with them for their entire career. There's always going to be Tom Brady was a six-round pick. Oh, my God, look at his body. His arm strength wasn't great. He didn't start at Michigan. Even though the dude done won seven damn champions, but people are going to always point to that. Or they're going to always point to the fact that Dak Prescott was a fifth-round pick and Oh, you know, he's growing, he's growing, he's getting better. Well, duh, he was going to always grow and get better, even if he was a first-round pick. He's always pick, but yeah. a fourth-round yeah, yeah. pick. Even even if he was a first-round pick, he's going to grow. And, and so it always starts where – I mean, it always stops where you start at. That's just the way people view it. When they start talking about – First impressions. It's, it's always the case – we look at Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is great, great, great. Oh, my God. Even though he's got nine interceptions, the first thing people are going to say is, wow, did you see the one throw? Oh, my God, he made the one throw. And it's great to hear Matt Rule acknowledge, Jay, mm. that he sees exactly what Dak Prescott is. He is like a Drew Brees, like a Peyton Manning at the line of scrimmage. If he doesn't say that, nobody else will say it. Now you're going to hear people start saying it every single week. Dan Graziano actually jumps in the set with us. Dan, do you, when you hear Matt Rule talk about Dak in that light, do you agree with that? Do you see that potential there? Yeah, I think it's well-deserved. I think you're seeing a guy, fourth-round pick, uh, overlooked by a lot of people coming out. The first comparison I thought was Russell Wilson, right, who was third-round pick, uh, but he, he wins a championship early in his career. But you saw a similar progression other than that, a guy that at the beginning – was kind of, you know, he was doing everything he was asked to do, but that wasn't as much as he would eventually be asked to do, right? Because at the beginning of Russell Wilson, there was Legion of Boom, there was the run game, et cetera. But as he evolved and grew, he became a guy that can carry a team. And I think that Dak Prescott is in the, is in the process of that evolution I right see, now. I think he's already yeah. there. Oh, That's yeah. the difference. He's so far ahead because he had to be, because the defense was so bad. Sure, the, sure. You know, it was like he had to do something yeah. besides Ezekiel Elliott. But what Rule's talking about is a very specific right pre-snap thing. He reminds me of Drew Brees and Peyton Manning pre-snap. That is a high, high compliment because those are guys that had done it pre-snap at a level that you know is, is as good as anyone ever. You get, by the way, there might even be another level for Dak because first there's game manager who's big on third down, rely on the defense, and the coach don't do too much. Then there's a guy who gets better. Then there's a guy where if you give him talent, maybe he can win a Super Bowl, yeah. right? Then there's a guy where... Even if the talent's not great, he can elevate them. Brady eventually re- reached that level. I think, I think uh, Russell Wilson is there, and, and we'll see if Dak can eventually get there, but it looks like he's on his way. 
Panthers-Cowboys, part of a busy weekend in the NFL. You can tune into football action Sunday as Zach Wilson and the Jets host Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. All right. Time for hot news or not news with ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano. Get more from Dan on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern. All right. Hot news or not news. We've talked a lot about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Let's start with another former Patriot. Antonio Brown being taken off the COVID list. Hot news or not news? Hot news. It puts the Buccaneers offense at full strength in a game that I think, uh, you know, I think it's fair to say a lot of eyeballs are going to be on this weekend. And, and the Buccaneers are coming off of a loss. Uh, and obviously that's driving them as well. I, I think they're, it's important to Tom Brady that Antonio Brown be on the field. I think it's hot news for a couple of reasons. Much like Dan is saying, you get one more weapon back that Bill has to figure out. Who am I taking away? Somebody. I don't know who I'm just going to eliminate. Now when I get A.B. back, that's another one. If I take Gronk away, then A.B.'s there. If I take this away, then Evans is there. So the challenge is on and popping again. Plus, I just want to know the storyline behind the A.B. back to Foxborough. (laughs) Yeah, right? That's what I want to know. Does Mr. Kraft look at him? Underrated revenge game line. All that hot news for everything that Key just said. I mean – AB already has that polarizing personality. Like, I just want to know what went down and then how he reacts to it. Well, it's, he'll get booed. 1,000%. Sure. He'll get booed. Sure. Tom will not and Gronk so. will not. No. It's hot news. Look, key what you said. Bill Belichick tries to take away your first and second best things. <laughs> He's beat us with your third best thing. Who's that? Mike Evans or Godwin or yeah, who is that? That's the I mean, problem. That's, that's the problem, right? It's tough. Yeah. You think They're about killers. it. I know. I know. We moving on. This is fast paced. But you think about the teams that he had played with high octane offenses. Let's start with the Rams in the first Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's move to the years of the Indianapolis Colts, all the little pieces they had, and then talk about the Rams recently that they beat in the Super Bowl with all the pieces they had. Somebody's got to be taken away. Yeah. Yep, and they had Tom Brady back then. Kyle Shanahan stresses there's not a quarterback battle right now for the 2-1 Niners. Hot news or not news? Well, it's not news because there's no change, right? I mean, this is what he said all along. Uh, it's honestly what... I think what Matt Nagy wanted to do in Chicago, mm. right? Like kind of spot fields in the way that they're spotting Lance in in certain situations and then eventually. But, you know, they're 2-1, and one, a whisker away from being 3-0. and oh. I don't think Kyle Shanahan feels any need to change anything right now. Uh, so not news. Not news at all. Jimmy G's fine. I mean, they're fine. I, it, 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 look, when a team loses a game, the first thing people start doing is a wife trying to find – a why. That's what I was talking about earlier about what people perceive. People automatically want to say Jimmy G's the problem when that's not the case. Jimmy G's methodical. It gets you where you need to be on the field. Trey Lance can add that deep threat also with his legs. I, the way they're utilizing him is perfect. It's not news. Jimmy G threw what would have been the game-winning touchdown when they needed one. Yeah. This is very different than Justin Fields. This is a team that could compete for a Super Bowl with a quarterback who could win a Super Bowl. I thought it was the same thing in New England with Cam, by the way. Those were two teams where I thought let the rookie wait, but mm. they didn't in New England. They have on the Niners. The Giants injuries at skills positions. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton did not practice. Kenny uh, Galladay and Saquon were limited participants. Is this hot news or not? It's news? hot news. I mean, they need these guys out there. The Giants are uh, in, a, in their traditional September, October tailspin that, that is now the beginning of every Giants season, and, and they need help, tailspin and Galladay's not full strength. Remember, even if you don't think the Giants are contending this year, remember, for the Giants, this year is about finding out about Daniel Jones, and if he doesn't have receivers, it's going to be much more difficult for it, him. It's, it, it's mind-boggling. Is is hot news. It's just mind-boggling that 
they can't seem to get right. There's, it's an injury. It's a player that they everybody they're paying big money to is not showing up to the party. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Did they do enough research, Dan and Jay, on the players that they got doing the free agents process? I don't know. They didn't you fix know, the old line. You know we on. call them cousin can't get right. You know everybody got one of those just, cousins. Yeah, they're just, no matter what 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 they say, what they do. Like, come on, man. I just that's how I feel about the Giants. That's how I feel. This is not news. Because it's the Giants. They're 0-3, and they could lose their next four games. This is not news because it is the New York football Giants. The only NFL team I truly care about. Bring, it's killing. Can they go 0-17? I, I don't think that's possible. They're, they're not even <laughs> good at being bad, so Dan. They won't go 0-17. Right? Because that would mean – and by the way, even if they did, there's no great quarterback in this draft. Because remember, two years ago, they screwed up being bad. They should have lost to Washington late. They'd have Chase Young. Okay. Let's, Sorry, uh, let's we already knew that. Down. T.J. Watt being a full participant at Steelers practice on Thursday. Hot news or not? It's news, hot news. He's their only chance. I mean, the Steelers' only way to win this game is if the defense can find a way to smother Aaron Rodgers and the Packers' offense and hold him to like 10 or 14 points. And without T.J. Watt, they're not going to be able to do it. He makes a huge difference. We saw this last week when he couldn't play. Uh, they are right now the only way they can win is with defense, and he's their best player. Yeah, Dan's right. It's hot news to get T.J. Watt back. They gave him all the money, and we know when he's on the field, the pro- production is there, and Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback on the other team. And what do you, what is it that you have to do? You have to go get that dude. Yeah. And they So you start off drafting franchise quarterback, get him a left tackle to protect him, and somebody to go get him. They don't have a left tackle. I mean, they have a left tackle that can protect him. Now they're going up against Pittsburgh, somebody that can go get him. Yeah. Well, it's definitely hot news just to add on to what Dan and Key said. And how about that stat from the Bengals game when they got that win? Joe Burrow not getting sacked at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, um, zero sacks. This is hot news. Mike Tomlin can make lemonade out of lemons, but he needs a defense. Right? You got to have a defense or you can't do it. He can make lemonade out of lemons. The problem is he has limes right now. Yeah, rocks. <laughs> so it's going to be hard. Yeah. Bengals, the Bengals, Dude. three and one. Yeah. Hot news or not news? It's Dan? hot news. I mean, look, let's just tie it back to the Steelers, right? Like, th- this makes the AFC North even tougher if the Bengals are a factor. And I know from talking to people with the Steelers in their training camp, they thought. The division's going to be tough. The Bengals could be better than we think. Look, they, they beat Jacksonville. They looked terrible in the first half, but they came back in the second half. We're talking quarterbacks at the beginning of this. We're talking about Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, guys like that. This quarterback looks like he's the kind of guy who is determined to find whatever he needs to do to get better, whatever he needs to do to win. It's early in his career, but he gives you that vibe. Yes. Yeah, I got, I got a, 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 the eyeball test with him last night. I know I was going to start my franchise with Trevor Lawrence. I lied. I, I was. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you. I might have been on tequila mixed with vodka. <laughs> Jay. Yeah, a lot of tequila mixed with vodka, man. Yeah, because I was Damn. I was tripping yesterday. You got to get up early too. Yeah, that's, that's rough. That's a, yeah, hot news. Just because look, this team for all the questions that people had about Cincinnati, I think Joe Burrow is a spectacular talent, and for them to be the third best team in that division right now, I think speaks volumes about where they're going. He just looks different though. Scorching yeah. hot news. It wasn't supposed to be Joe Burrow's world in college, but it was. Yeah. And just like once upon a time, it was Brett Favre's world. Peyton Matt, no, it was Tom Brady's world, right? That's the feeling Joe Burrow gives me, that in the post-Mahomes era, Mahomes era, the guys who came after him, he's going to be the guy doing the winning. Yeah, I, the guy's a winner. I, I think he's, I, he's, 
He's not going to rest on his laurels. He, we talked about this, I think, on, on your show last week, right? Last, it wasn't just rehab of the ACL this offseason. He also worked on his arm strength and his deep ball throwing, which he was going to do anyway. Brady, he knew that I'm was sorry to interrupt that. We're up no against problem. it. Brady and Belichick both praising each other ahead of the big matchup in New England. Key tells you what they're actually saying. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.